Big news before we get started for the playoff push. We're making our Monday minicast available everywhere. That's right. You can now hear both our Monday and Wednesday shows for free each week for the rest of the football season. Just follow us on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to hear the Tom and Hawk football show every Monday and Wednesday for free. What's up, everybody? I'm Andrew Hawkins. And I'm Joe Thomas, and this is the minicast of the Tom and Hawk football show, bringing you the latest NFL news, but faster. Ten minutes for five stories from around the league. Let's get after it. All right, first up, Joe, too bad for Coach Bill Belichick because there wasn't any snow in this matchup against the Buffalo Bills. Matt Jones could not keep up with Josh Allen, and they beat the Patriots. Joe, after going on a seven-game win streak, Belichick has now dropped two straight losses to legitimate AFC playoff teams as we start to get in the most important part of the season. Does this L mean we should pump the brakes on the New England Patriots? Yes, it does, because this is exactly what I've been saying for weeks right now. If you can play that bully ball with the Patriots and you can get physical with their run game and you can run the football yourself, you can put them in a tough spot because Mac Jones right now, as good as he has been as a decision maker, that's all he is. He is a game manager that makes good decisions, but he can't go throw for throw with the best quarterbacks in the AFC. So he is not a real threat. And I think the Buffalo Bills proved it this past weekend. They showed that, hey, we're going to come into this game with a different mindset. And when we go into that game with a different mindset, it gives you the ability to put them in a tough spot to force Mac Jones to win the game with his arm. And he's just not ready to do that. Yeah, I agree, man. He's not flying under the radar anymore. And and we always talk about a sophomore slump that a rookie quarterback has after they had success because teams have had an offseason to game plan them, know their tendencies, know how to play them. And I think we're probably seeing a little bit of that earlier in the Mac Jones process. Teams are like, okay, you want to be all on Sports Center. You want people talking about you the next Tom Brady. Well, let's break you down a little bit. And now over the last couple of weeks, he's actually looked like the rookie quarterback that we would imagine he would coming into the league, Joe. The Bengals unleashed on the poor Baltimore Ravens on Sunday as Joe Burrow threw for over 500 yards and four touchdowns. Cincinnati improves to third place overall in the AFC while handing the Ravens their fourth straight loss. Hawk, Joe Burrow went 4-0, which is outrageous versus the Ravens and Steelers this year. How can you root against this 25-year-old phenom after his first career 500-yard performance? You can root against him um, if you're a hater because <laughs> this dude is legit. And he has been since the day he stepped into the league. I don't know what it is about his aura. I don't know if he uses a special kind of mouthwash. But Mm. from day one, you and I have been Joe Burrow fans because he just has it. Going into this game, the D coordinator for the Ravens said that, okay, let's pump the brakes on giving Joe Burrow his his Hall of Fame jacket. And what does Joe Burrow do? He comes Mm. out and hangs 500 on him. Like, (laughs) shut your mouth and know your role. Mm. Uh, You know, with Martindale. Listen, Listen, I think Joe Burrow honestly is an elite quarterback already and it's only a matter of time before the rest of the league jumps on that bandwagon because this Bengals team they are very young but they are explosive joe mixon top three running back in the league you have t higgins and jamar chase who is probably the best young Bengals duo we've ever seen and that's in a place that had marvin jones aj green ocho cinco hushman zeta so i just think they're very special and they're going to be scary for a lot of years to come Yeah, this Bengals roster is loaded with young talent. Joe Burrow, he is so fun to watch on the field, but also off the field with how he manages the sideline, with how he talks to his receivers, how he sees the game. He really earns the nickname Joe Cool. And AFC North, you've been warned. This dude is going to be a killer for a long time in this division. 
Absolutely. All right, Joe. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers spoiled Christmas for Cleveland Browns fans everywhere Saturday as the Browns fell to 7-8, and eight, falling further and further away from the playoff race. The Packers, on the other hand, continue their dominance while Aaron Rodgers is breaking more records. Meanwhile, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs dominated the supposedly great Steelers defense Sunday. So, Joe, who is the hotter team right now, the Packers, the Chiefs, or other? It's honestly, it's the Chiefs. You watch what they've been doing, and they had to deal with some COVID issues this week, but it's like it didn't matter because they have found their formula, and it is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They just seem to get better every year as the season wears on, and I think that's Andy Reid's genius because he's not just copying the things that other teams in the NFL are doing. He's actually coming up with new and creative concepts to be able to take advantage of what his opponent does poorly and what his own team is doing well that season. He put it on display against the Steelers. The Steelers got their asses whipped, and the Chiefs look like they've got the defense to finally support what they're doing on offense. That's a team that I would not want to see in the playoffs this season. You know, Joe, I should have known Andy Reid's game plan was going to have Patrick Mahomes playing as good as he did a season ago because I've been told that there is a fat, jolly white man in the hat <laughs> who is known for taking a year off the day after mm. Christmas. I like the Chiefs. Mm. I like the Packers. I think the team we're not talking about that probably is the hottest right now is the Colts. Mm. They are on a tear, and yes, it starts with Jonathan Taylor, but Carson Wentz is playing well. We knew coming in it was a great situation for him, and if he can stay on top of things, as talented as this team is on defense, on the offensive line, at the running back position, at wide receiver, that they are scary, and they're stacking some pretty, pretty impressive wins down the stretch. So I would say that's the team that's the hottest and one to keep an eye on. Yeah, there's a team that used to be hot that I was all on their bandwagon, but I've fallen off real fast, and that is the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. Cliff Kingsbury, big fan of the Tom and Hawk football show, and the Cardinals are struggling in the second half of the season again. They lost their third in a row this past weekend. The cards are fading as the Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, and Rams just keep winning. Hawk, why does Cliff Kingsbury and his teams always seem to break down in the second half of the season? That That's a very good question, but I, I won't blame KK mm. for, for this breakdown because I think DeAndre Hopkins is to the Cardinals as Derrick Henry is to the Titans. Mm. It changes the entire fabric of their football team. Mm. It doesn't matter what kind of game plan you have. If you have your, you know, your biggest and fastest horse in the race out of the lineup because teams don't have to play you the same way. There's no longer the threat of this guy being on the field and just jumping above your defense or getting wide open. You have to account for everywhere he is on the field. Now, it's just all on your quarterback or it's all on James Conner or it's all on A.J. Green. And I just think it makes this team completely different. And I think you're seeing that even from a Kyler Murray standpoint. He's getting frustrated because he doesn't have that get out of jail free card that he typically had on the outside earlier in the season when they were just running through teams. Yeah, the Cardinals, they don't have an offensive scheme that's complex enough to scheme people open. They've always relied on just having better athletes and being able to win those one-on-one -on -one battles. But what happens when your athletes get hurt? Then you can't get open anymore. And I think what I'd like to see from Cliff Kingsbury is maybe a little evolution of the offense. Take a little page from Andy Reid's playbook and come up with some new concepts as the season wears on to be able to take advantage of how teams are adjusting to handle you once you've got guys that get hurt like DeAndre Hopkins and he's not in the game anymore. So, all right, let's come up with some fun stuff to get some other dudes open that people haven't seen, give our team a chance, allow Kyler Murray to express that great athleticism and that great arm that he has and show everybody in the NFL why we fell in love with the Cardinals earlier on in the season. Love it. All right, Joe. Imagine a Saints team 
that just came off a shutout victory against one of the premier offenses in the NFL in Tampa Bay, right on the brink of the playoffs, and they tried to sign Mr. Drew Brees. That's what the front offices tried to do in New Orleans as Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon are both unavailable for Monday's game. Fortunately for Brady and Rodgers, Breeze reportedly responded with a picture of himself playing golf. Joe, would you rather be relaxing playing golf, minding your retired-ass business, or mm. spontaneously trying for another Super Bowl run? I don't think there's any athlete on the face of the earth that is healthy that gets an opportunity to go and try to win a Super Bowl at this point with a team that has a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl, that would turn that down. And so when Drew Brees sends back a picture of himself golfing, that tells us everything we need to know about the New Orleans Saints <laughs> team because they are not on a Super Bowl run. And even if Drew Brees did have that little itch in the back of his head, it's pretty easy to put that down and to scratch that on the golf course, the little competitive juices and those competitive spirits while you're out on the golf course or for me maybe in the duck blind sitting in a marsh with some paint on my face because you know he's not going to win a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints this season even if he came back and he was playing like Drew Brees from 10 years ago yeah you know what my first year out of retirement I got a couple calls early in the season as some teams had some receivers go down and it was a no-brainer no for me now, had they called maybe in the uh, conference championships? <laughs> yeah, I could give you one or two games. But the idea of playing as much football as good as Drew Brees would have to play to get them to a space where he would even feel like it's even worth it to be out there. Yeah, too much. Finish your golf round, Drew, because this New Orleans Saints team is not going to the Super Bowl. All right, well, that does it for this week's minicast episode. Yeah, no Wednesday show this week as we're celebrating the holidays, but we'll be back next week with our Monday and Wednesday shows on Amazon Music or wherever you listen. Joe, take us out. Joe, walk yourself and a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.